Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Drunk Riders. As always, I am Marcus. And I'm Mark. And I'm Mike, baby. <laughs> For sure. So um this week I am definitely drinking. A fan favorite of the show. I hate you so much. <laughs> I, I am openly trying not to swear on this show as much. And then you're you say those words. You don't even say what it is, but you say those words. Yeah, you're doing a bad job at that. <laughs> I haven't said anything yet today. We're like 30 seconds in. We're good. New record. Blue moon. <laughs> I think I think we may see if we can get a new logo and it's be a blue moon. Oh my god! The <laughs> <I mean laughs> orange slice in the side would be perfect. No, I um uh, I went camping last weekend and um I uh, I got blue moon. <laughs> we went I to mean- this. I went to this podunk uh, little gas station. Uh, in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, and on the uh, the best tasting one, which says a lot about all the beers they had there. Best tasting one was uh, Blue Moon. So, so um, I got a question. I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a question for you. So you didn't bother to like look up local breweries in the area and like try and get something good. So you, you just go with, oh, I'll get Blue Moon because uh, I'm basic that way. That's what you did. So let me tell you something about being in the literal middle of nowhere. <laughs> let me tell you something about planning ahead. So let me tell you something about middle of nowhere. <laughs> also, I left late and I wasn't about to search for a brewery at, at after dark in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. Let I'm me not say. saying look, I mean... <laughs> Plus, Blue Moon's like the, the perfect camping beer. You can't go wrong with that. Exactly. And once, and once, and once I got to the middle of nowhere, I'm not leaving the middle of nowhere to right. go get. No, beer. I'm not saying go like <laughs> drive out of your way to get some beer, but like you know, you can look up on your route. Like, oh, hey, here's a stop that's like you know, right off the freeway. Let me go check that out and like grab a four pack or a six pack and be good. No, you have to. That is that is so much effort. You know, I cannot wait until for a drinking podcast again, <laughs> and then has his epiphany, and then he becomes one of us again. Yeah, to be to be to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. I was planning on leaving earlier. I got called into some meetings I couldn't miss. I was going to stop, as Kevin mentioned in the chat, to Cincinnati to stop at Rheingeist. Oh yeah, okay. I was gonna stop okay. at Rainy, but it's just we we I got started so late. I just you know it's a four and a half hour drive, so I was like, I ain't about to stop for nothing. Let me just go. Okay, okay, so, little more. Reason. I mean, you still had good beer last Thursday when we recorded, so yes. I don't yes. like. I'm not giving you a free pass, but okay. <laughs> it's still it's still delicious. It's Blue Moon after all. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, what are you drinking? All right, so this one is also gonna piss Mike off. <laughs> totally different. This is no, this is from a legit brewery. This is from Sonder Brewing, okay. which may sound familiar because it is out of Cincinnati, and okay. it is a lager. I mean, I mean it's a, it's a pretty decent lager, light body. Uh, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 
no, no, no, no, no, no, no. Let me ask you this. Is it, what's the calories on it? 287? He's checking. <laughs> exactly. Look, that would be, listen, <laughs> I would pass out if that was the actual calorie count. Right. Oh, man. What if all the nutrition info added up to like 287? Oh, my God. <laughs> or like 301? Like, that would be perfect. So, it is the Kings Island Giga Coaster Lager, and it actually is a decent beer. I mean, <laughs> okay. What are you drinking? Yeah. Mike? Oh, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking down at you guys. Um, <laughs> So this week I had one last night and as I, if you guys saw the post I made, um, I am drinking a, another false idol. This is, this is my last one and I'm really upset about it. Man, you're a false idol, man. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's good. It is good. Um, So it is a Mondo, which is a New England quadruple IPA. God. At eleven and a half percent. Now I I've been sipping this one because last night I chugged it in like ten minutes, and like I was making dinner, I, I was smoking some chicken and cutting up a, like some stuff for a salad, and I like turned my body and I had to grab onto the counter. I was like, "What the <laughs> hell just happened?" I was like, "That has never happened." And I was like, "Wait." All I had to eat was something at like ten o'clock. Now it makes sense that it's eight p.m. Okay, um, but I was honestly a little skeptical um, going in just with, you know, a quadruple IPA. Normally, sometimes those can get like a little too, I don't know, boozy is the right word, but a little too much. And um, it was, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It is perfect. And uh, I'm missing a beer share tomorrow night and I'm really bummed about it because there's, they have one that's a ghost eye, which is blackberry and raspberry. I wanted to try it, but no dice. Interesting. So, yeah. Poop my goop. Yeah, I'm excited. These, one of these days. So I like it. So uh, this week we got some shout outs. Uh, we're going to go through Mark and his weekend bonanza, which he uh, decided to, to go on without me. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Mike's, okay. Uh, shut up. Mike's upcoming plans: <laughs> Super Mario World, White Lightning, Orlando Polar Coaster, Sandy's Blasting Bronco. He's blasting. He's blasting. And then, of course, fan questions because we love you guys so much. So, shout outs. Take it away, boats and hose. I mean. Angela Giles, put a damn shirt on. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. Angela's my boy. I like. We, we, listen, we, we got to get on his show. That is Wait, one. He's got a show. Yeah, he's got his own podcast on. Um, Have I not known this for this entire time? Yeah, I've definitely been on it. What do you? <laughs> well, That's a while ago, right though. Yeah, I I have been on his show. It is uh, it's a good. One. He's he's Mark, more of a he's more of a YouTuber than a, okay. a a podcaster. So Mark, I just slid in your DMs. By the way, God, oh God, God, um, check that out. 
Um, who else do we have to shout out? What else? Well, is shout out? I, I, I will say I want to uh, shout out to... and Brews. You're gonna get murdered whenever we play Earpod. Uh, <laughs> Because you guys suck and you our weakest link. Uh, you mean he picked you? I don't think so. I mean, he literally picked you, so... He, he didn't pick me. Y'all didn't show up. Don't even be at me with that. Don't even start so, with me, sir. No, so no, 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 no. <laughs> Although, I will say this. Um, everybody and their mother wants El Toro Ryan to be on the show, so... Uh, Get it. Including El Toro Ryan, so we'll get El Toro Ryan on the show soon. We've got a huge long. What the? Uh, <laughs> we got a huge laundry list of people we need to have on. Yes, we we got a little bit of a backlog actually at this point. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's it. We, we don't have many people to yell at this week. Besides, <laughs> uh, Sarah, we got we do got to yell at Sarah. What for? So, uh, just to yell at Sarah. No real reason. That's like yelling at Sarah. That's fine. Well, now you're saying the quiet part out loud. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, oh, man. Whatever. Um, but, Mark, you had some fun this weekend, and you decided to go without me. Go ahead and uh, go through it. All right. So, yeah, I had a pretty good weekend. Uh, on Saturday, Matt and I, the lovely Matt, went down to Kings Island, and then we ran over to Camden. Um, Nice little loop, Ohio loop, Southern Ohio. Um, so, yes, I, I did get to ride Orion this weekend, um, which I will go in depth on in a few minutes. Uh, but, yeah, uh, so Kings Island, honestly, we we didn't really ride a whole lot. <laughs> honestly, we rode Orion and Mystic Timbers. Um just because, like, it, it's a Saturday and with coronavirus policies, uh, you know, trains are being half-loaded uh, and things like that. And queues were pretty long. So, you know, we, we really only did had the time to do the two rides. And then we knew we had to run or else we weren't going to get to Camden in time. So, yeah. Um, I thought that uh, Kings Island's policies as far as how they were operating the park uh, i thought they were pretty good uh definitely the best of the parks i've been to thus far this summer which honestly it's not much but you know it was really easy to get into the park and then walking around it was easy to keep your distance from people uh, it felt a lot cleaner than it normally does and then like even in line you could tell that uh it they didn't just haphazardly slap down stickers every six feet uh, they even thought about like the the aisle next to you, so they were staggered as well. So I thought all around they did a pretty good job at um, just the whole operating policy in this era of pandemic. Um, so yeah, Orion. Now 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 before I talk about Orion, let's 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 take some time to just just get into our zen. Just just. Chill out. Forget about 287. Forget about Kings Island fanboys. Just now we're at peace. Okay. <laughs> no bullshit. It was honestly better than I expected. So the thing that Orion has going for it is that it's still an enormous ride. It's still one of the tallest coasters in the world and one of the fastest as well. So its size and its speed are its assets. And so even though it is a little bit predictable, uh, 
like you know exactly where the airtime is going to be. You know exactly how it's going to feel. It's a floater machine. If you love floater, you're going to love the ride. Um, but it does have a pretty good pace. And one of the things that Matt was saying, and it, it is a very good point, you really do have to put an asterisk next to um, the ride this year because they they have not run a fully loaded train yet. So they they really don't know how long like a full queue wait is. They don't know time from leaving the station to getting back to the station yet. Um, just because they have to deal with pandemic. So it'll be it, it really interesting to see how the ride runs and rides once once we get past all this, they could fully load a train again. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely better than I expected it to be. Um it is one of the better rides at the park. Um, so, yeah, I walked I walked away satisfied. Granted, it's the first roller coaster I rode in like over a month. So there's <laughs> that. Too. that. That'll but, do it. No, it, 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 it's genuinely a good ride. So, yeah. Uh, and then, OK, so after Kings Island, we actually stopped at Sonda Brewing Company, which is why I have this beer. Uh, it's two miles away from the park. So honestly, it's going to be a great place for when you're at Kings Island and it gets to the middle of the day, it's hot, it's a little bit too crowded, and you just want to chill out for a couple hours. So just go over to Sauna Brewing Company and get a few beers with whoever you're with. So, yeah. Uh, and then... <laughs> And then after that, we went down to Camden, but the route we took actually took us by Clermont Steel. So literally, it was you turn off the road and it's right there. So of course, we drove by it. Um, they have one track piece left from Monster, which they have yet to ship out overseas. Um, that was really interesting seeing that place. And they got they got a ton of supports left for it, which I'm sure they'll get them over there soon. And then they've got. It, they've got unpainted track section, so it's good to see that they're continuing to have business. Um, con- they're continuing to have future projects. So they've got some some unpainted track sections. They look like valleys, uh, the track pieces you'd find in valleys. Um, super thick spine, but it, it's not dive machine track. Um, and it's it's not curvy at all. It's just the it pulls up. You could tell. So that'll be neat to see what that eventually becomes. And then we ended up at Camden a couple hours later, and Camden is ratchet. And I love <laughs> every second of it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I do like going to these smaller vintage parks like that. And it, so if you go to it and you're not expecting anything at all, that's exactly the way you got to do it because it, it's really not much to expect. It's a tiny little park. It, it might be the size of two football fields next to each other. Like it's puny how small it is. Um, but no, it, it was, it was fun to ride their, their bigger wooden coaster. Cause it's like, it, it, it does things that you don't feel comfortable with it doing. Mm-hmm. It, it's so old. Um, and then how, is v- it, how, how is it compared to Lake Mont? Uh, Lake Mott feels a bit more seedy. Okay. Or 
Wait, no, Lakemont or Conneaut? Conneaut feels a bit both. more safe. Lakemont is probably on par with Lakemont. Conneaut feels a little bit more seedy. Uh, (laughs) But but yeah, their their main wooden coaster, it it does things and you feel things where you're like, this probably shouldn't feel this way. So (laughs) I I were giggling the entire time. And then (laughs) their visa spinner. So first lap, we got like two spins. Second lap, we got like two spins. Third lap, we got about 50. (laughs) <laughs> nice. <laughs> Typical Visa experience right there. Um but, but then our ride up where so the ride stops, we're, we're getting ready to get up the uh the ride up. He takes his mask from below his chin and he picks it up to put it only covering his chin. Not even his mouth. Mm-hmm. So there was that, and then he also didn't get that air hose in properly. So, like, our lap bar is released, and I jump out, and then all of a sudden the damn thing starts spinning, and Matt's like, what is going on? So that was exciting. So, nice. yeah, it was – It's no, it's – it's uh, honestly, I like, I'm not going to take a trip down there just for that, but, like, if we got a group of people – that want to go down there that haven't been and we're all down in Columbus for a week and I'd take a run down there again. <coughs> They've got like a whip. Um, <coughs> they got a lot of vintage rides. So it's, you know, it, it is a cool place to just experience for a couple hours. <coughs> yes, yeah. it would be. <laughs> yeah. Great you got something in your throat there, bud? <laughs> for a few hours. God, I wish I could have somehow made it down. <laughs> if I could have scooted out of camping, which I had a great time on my my little weekend last week, so um but uh yeah, I definitely would have scooted up to Camden just to do Camden. <laughs> so I have no reason ever to go to Camden, so it's like, uh <laughs> damn it. And now that you and Kevin have gone, uh it's tough. And Mike, you live too far away. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's true. That is true. All right. Uh, well, appreciate it. I uh, I figured, honestly, that would have been my take on Orion. Um, I'm just kind of waiting to get on it. I don't know when I'm going to get on it. Probably not until next year. I mean, it took me three years to ride Mystic Timbers, for Christ's sake. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And Mystic Timbers is still running as good as ever. Oh, of course. Damn, that ride, that's good. That ride, that is my favorite uh, GCI by far. There's... There's no comparison to that. Um, and we'll get to another coaster there a little later. Some, some questions out there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Uh, Mike, you got some fun stuff coming up. Yeah, I do, actually, finally. Um, <laughs> now I can actually talk. I could have like gone take a shit in that amount of time. Um, You're I was... <laughs> so... Now that those of you are back listening, thank you for uh, bearing through uh, the the Mark segment of the show. That's uh, you, you know I kept them in suspense. That was actually two two weeks in a row we've had a Cedar Point and then a Kings Island review. <laughs> right. So it's like, oh, you, you guys like dump all over Ohio all the time and look at you guys. Ohio. No, no, no. First of all, Mark dumps on Ohio. I love Ohio. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay anyways so i have some fun upcoming plans so as as you are hearing this if you're listening over the weekend i will actually be saying hello to my gal Godot. oh baby let's go it's been 
one, one week since you looked at me. I literally had to stop myself. I have like the stupidest grin on my face because I was about to do that too. And then you guys both hit that. I was like, oh my God, I love you. Um, that's why you're cute. Um, Jeez. Uh, no, so it's been over two years. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. I've been there. So I went like two weeks after it opened, and I haven't been back since. Oh man. So, um, friend of the podcast, James, aka Larson Loop. Oh my goodness, did he just get on? I just saw no. his name light up. Okay. Um, <laughs> he is actually headed my way in the morning. So he's driving down, and he's picking me up. We're going to go get some delicious barbecue. Um, got a place picked up out here in the area. Um, then going to show him what Texas barbecue is all about. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to drive down. I think we're driving to Austin. I literally have no idea where we're staying or anything like that. Um, so that's awesome. And uh, he's kind of taking the full lead on this, which is awesome, hopefully. Or we're just... Day. I don't know where we'll stay. We'll figure it out. Um, but Saturday, so the day this comes out, we are going to um, Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. The park is open from noon to 10. And the, uh, the weather has changed drastically in the state of Texas this week. We are looking at 95 and 98 this weekend. All right. Oh, there you go. God bless Texas in October. Where you never know what the weather's gonna be. Um so I'm super pumped about that. Not at least it's not humid though. Um so we're gonna do that. Oh my god, it still is that temp. Fuck. Um <laughs> there it is. Um so we're gonna go hang out with Gal and do the Halloween thing. I still need the um the free spin there and the boomerang, so I'm gonna hate my life a little bit. Um <laughs> But, you know, I, I got upgraded. I think I'm on, like, the Platinum Plus plan now or something. Six Flags keeps upgrading me. Perfect. Um, in membership, and it's, like, through 2022 now. Like, the end of 2022 is, like, this level. I'm, like, I'm not complaining for $7 a month. Right. Um, yeah, keep keep letting that go. And so then we're going to do that Saturdays, and then we'll probably go, like, find some hole in the wall for, like, some Tex-Mex, because... It's San Antonio, and you don't get better tacos anywhere on the planet than San Antonio. And I will fight you if you say, oh, California has good tacos. Shut your damn mouth. Um, wait, who would even wait? What? You're the only person that would say that. No. No, I am not. I mean, in this group. In this group, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom, you Tom guys- would. That's true. Oh, Tom would. Yeah. He's kind, of a, he's kind of a skank that way. Um, you guys also don't know what Mexican food is. Like Mexican food to use like chewies or chilies. Um What do you guys on, even have do what you guys are, even have chewies up there? Uh yeah, there's some in Ohio. Yeah. First yeah. and like what just go ahead. I just found that out over the weekend. There's one in Polaris. Right up the street from my house. Okay. Hmm. Lady. There's one, where, there's one by where Kevin's parents used to live too. Drive by it all the time on I-75. See? 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so shut up, Mike. We don't have any in Michigan, though. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. hey, you do have Del Taco in Michigan, though. So. <laughs> Me too. Oh, yeah. Man. I need some Del Taco. Yes, yes. Okay, anyways. So, then, for that. so then Sunday, I uh, bit the bullet and bought a SeaWorld Platinum Pass. What? Uh, yeah. So uh it's like a total of like 150 bucks. So it's like 12 bucks a month. Um So you're going to Florida next summer is what you're saying. So I'm oh. going to Florida, I'm going to Bush I'm going to Virginia, I'm going to Sesame Place. It's happening. 300. Finally. Uh, <laughs> Beep beep back up boys. I'm the the train's going to be rolling out the station. And it's gonna be chugging hard. Um, no, so it like with this pass, like it's it it was stupid not to get it. They give you six free guest tickets, like to oh use gosh. any park. So literally, I could take the wife to Florida, and we can go to SeaWorld and Bush Gardens, and not pay any pay the twelve dollars for the month. Perfect. Um, and then what was the other one? Um, it gives you an animal encounter, which, um, yes, the wife wants that. So I'm going to let her have that. Uh, the VIP parking and like 50% off like in-park purchases. Like, it was. Yeah, that, that's a good deal. <laughs> it would be stupid not to. Plus, they give you like a free like front of the line pass every visit. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to ride Texas Stingray a couple times tomorrow or Sunday anyway. So, uh. Yeah, let's get some creds. Let's do that. And then we're going to go back to Fiesta, Texas, because you know we need more than one day with Gal. <laughs> um, excuse you. She's spoken for. Um, <laughs> let's just say <laughs> she's had better. Oh, no, she has not. <laughs> um, I have my Gal Gadot shirt packed in my bag right now. Um, I'm ready to go. This train will have to go as well. Um, but So you'll be seeing a lot of updates. I'm going to be hitting the socials pretty hard. Good. Um, with some uh, Instagrams and the Facebooks and the Twitters and the fan question time and all that fun stuff. So I am so jacked. So, so unlike Mark, go ahead and post on the Instagram, man. We whole whole got an Instagram, <laughs> right? Yeah, we all have. Hey, when I went to over Texas, I definitely did. Oh, um, you did. Yeah, yeah, got some engagement there. Um, I might need you to comment for me because I'm going to be too busy in like a, a love triangle going on, just oh, running God. trains all day. Oh um, man, what? <laughs> I also forget. <laughs> what? the hell just just enjoy it oh just, just that, like image that showed up like that just press play oh no oh no sir where let me oh. listen you, let me can find. Thank, you can thank drew the intern for that one Thanks, Drew. Oh my God! What is that? Imagine if it was World Shark Day. Y'all need to go look at Drew the interns. Uh, I'm, I'm I am going to get it right now. Yeah. So scroll back if you guys are wondering why we posted this on Thursday at eleven thirty p.m. Um, yeah, that's why. So, um, gonna be a good weekend. James is also hitting up over Texas on 
Monday before he leaves, so we're going to drive back up here Sunday night, and then he's going to hit that and then leave. I don't know if I'm joining him for that yet or not. Um, I can always use some shockwave in my life, but, um, you know, Texas does Columbus Day, apparently, so <laughs> day off of work. Let's go, baby. Please. There you go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I wish I could make it down. I still have that uh, uh, for this weekend specifically. I still have that voucher. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, uh, I might have to go through divorce proceedings if I leave again. Well, so. you should have chose wisely. Well, so <laughs> the, the best part about this is saying chose which weekend to leave. Not the wife. Oh, my gosh. That sounds so bad. Uh, yes, it did. <laughs> You're, you're lucky she does not listen to this show. Emily, I love you. You know that. But I was not referring to you. I was saying he should have come to see me instead of going camping. Um, well, backpedal faster. Yep. Yep. Hey, okay. Um, so the way this developed, honestly, I do have to tell the story. Because it is truly in our fashion that this set up. So... <laughs> We were talking about this last weekend or last episode, right? About going to San Antonio. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, me and you were talking about you coming down here and going to San Antonio. Yeah. And um, James literally messages me like at 9.30 on Saturday. So like right after the episode posts, he's like, hey, if Marcus bails, um, do you want to go sometime in October? I'm like, absolutely and he's like okay so when are you free i'm like well i'm going up to see like up by him in a couple weeks so i got like this weekend and next week and he's like why not this weekend i'm like why not and <laughs> so it literally started from marcus not following through of coming down so thank oh, you don't you even <laughs> don't you even not following so, through so i'm glad uh, i'm glad you went camping cuz he well he was going to come down anyways so now I just get double trips to San Antonio because I'm I'm going with him, and then I'll go with you, and then when Mark comes down, I'll go with him. And uh, it's not like yeah. it's a five hour drive or anything. So, well, we we could all just go together. <laughs> I mean, Mark. I mean, I mean, Mark. Kevin. Why can't Kevin go? Kevin could go. We could do a friendsgiving. Oh. <laughs> A late one? Because I, I cannot take vacation in uh, November at all, just FYI. Okay. <laughs> um, Kevin, it's, it's, that's a quick nope. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, Ke Kevin, Kevin may be forced to have a divorce as well if he uh, if he leaves. Um, no, no reason, just because. Yeah, I know we had talked about... Okay, we're going Tangent City right now. Um, there we go. <laughs> but there's always that villa. Oh my god. There is that villa. So for those uninitiated or weren't here, when we were talking about doing a Texas trip earlier this year, uh well, oh god, what was that? Yeah. That was we, supposed to be the beginning, like it was supposed to be like May third and fourth. Yeah, the the beginning of the season. I'd already bought my my plane tickets, everything, right before COVID shut everything down. It's October. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that seems yeah. like an eternity ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were going to get an Airbnb because we had like 15 people going. 
Lo, lo and behold, yeah. COVID shut everything down. We were gonna, we, what we were planning on staying in a villa, a big old, <laughs> big chungus pool and everything, Airbnb. Uh, Did you just say a big chungus? Yeah. Villa, I hate you so <laughs> much. <laughs> What's wrong with a big chungus villa? <laughs> That's a drama you, big chungus. You are the worst. I love you. On that note, thank you, Mike. Maybe we could we'll, we'll listen, we'll talk off off the air on uh possibilities. But maybe December. I want to stay warm. I don't know about you guys. I hate cold. I mean, January, February, it'll still be in the 60s. Although it'll be like 7 here, so. Yeah, so I'm saying and we we literally talked Yeah, we literally talked about this last week, the fact that they're open all the way through February on the weekends. That's so much effort. I'm joking. How is that effort? I'm sarcasm. Lord almighty. Moving on. <laughs> I can't with you. I know you can't. That's why I love it. Um, Super Mario World at Universal Studios set to open in 2021. And I'm super excited about it, actually. This looks pretty good. Yeah, the what they're building now thus far is pretty good. Pretty good. I now see here. So here's my inner not nerd coming out. I, 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 I like Mario, but I wasn't a fan of the games. But I also wasn't a gamer as a kid, really, to a huge degree. So playing single player games kind of wasn't my ball. Um, except for like football games, which sports games almost don't even count. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, Mar- I mean, I played it. I, I beat it like everybody else and their mother, but um, it really wasn't my bag. But with coming with uh, this, what they're building out right now, it feels like you're just jumping into the world of, of Mario, which obviously yeah. is their whole goal. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's set to open in 2021. I'm very interested at um, what it's going to be like there from a, from a COVID standpoint, because obviously... I mean, that's all of our th- thoughts now as the season really kind of comes to a close. We're in October. A lot of parks are already closed. Give it a few more you know, weeks and months. It's, everybody's going to be closed pretty much if you're n- north of uh, the Mason-Dixon. I mean, what? just on a side note on that, from a closure standpoint, uh, so was it Sweden announced that they're going to be closed until, um, what was it, uh, 2022 possibly? Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a hell of a long time, but. They tend to be a little more cautious, a little more conservative. Um, but I, I'm interested to see. Uh, obviously, California hasn't opened up either. I mean, we're tangenting even more on uh, <laughs> places that haven't opened yet. Um, but uh, they still got to build it. I mean, there's still a lot left to go. I'm, I'm interested, kind of like, because, so, so their detail is going to be similar to what we saw with Fly and Rooksburg at Fantasialand. So, yeah, multi-level. Yeah. So I am anxious just from that perspective because, I mean, we all know. Anybody who even, I mean, if you know what Mario is, you'll know multi-leveled is the name of the game with that. So yeah. uh, any interactive experiences, anything like that, I'm hoping they go ham with it. I, I hope they don't just kind of go, eh, and have it be a, a small little thing or something it, that. It is, it is a pretty small area. I mean, it, 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 it certainly is, but it's like, I, I hope it's not something that they just don't invest a lot of effort into, right? I mean, because I, there's been areas like, uh, the first place that comes to mind is like the the um, um, Simpsons area, 
in Universal Studios Orlando. Oh, that's one of those things like it's it's so oh so yeah. so yeah, <laughs> so bland. Um uh, just like you're like, really? They like first of all, it's old too now. I mean, I, when it was new, maybe it was nice, but so I mean, I mean with can, that, like they literally just rethemed Back to the Future to Simpsons. Yeah. That was the retheme. Like that was a very low budget. If you look at Universal since then, that was <laughs> pre Harry Potter. So you're talking like oh seven, oh eight. Mm-hmm. That was before a lot of what they're doing, what they've been doing for the past decade. So I don't even consider that the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it could definitely be different management too, considering. Yeah, definitely true. So. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see like photos from actually inside or a lot closer up because pretty much yeah. all we've seen so far is uh, kind of distant photos for either from drones or uh, higher points of view uh, from surrounding areas. So like you can you can see that it's it's very well detailed, but you're not like immersed in it yet. Mm-hmm. Which is. Yeah, it's tough to say from, especially from that distance. So I'm, I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting the closer views, the close-up pictures when it gets closer to opening, because you know they're going to tease some stuff out as always. Yeah. So we shall see. Um, moving on though, White Lightning at Fun Spot. This will receive a little more TLC. I didn't read too much into the details. I know that they obviously put in the GCI test track, um, but. Um, what else were they looking at short of I don't I haven't seen any details on it. Do you guys know what else they were looking at in terms of yeah, more I, TLC? I don't think there's a whole lot of other details other than the ride's gonna be closed for a, a few more days for them to do more work. But so they're alluding to them doing more of the hybrid track, but we'll have to see if that actually happens because they didn't explicitly say, hey, there's there's gonna be more hybrid track when it opens back up. So We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, which, if they do the whole thing, that'd be great because I'll be honest, the White Lightning is kind of lackluster. Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. it'd be better. I, I thought, especially compared to Mind Blower down the road. Yeah, yeah, Mind Blower literally blows it out of, out of the water. I I forget about White Lightning until I actually <laughs> go to that fun spot. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Right. <laughs> Consider it's the closer one and the one I've actually the one I've been to more. Yeah, I've been to that that fun spot one more time than I was to the one in Kissimmee, but um I prefer the one in Kissimmee actually. It's yeah, because a little more compact, a little closer. Either one, I mean, they're better than most small little parks anyway. So I'm not like I'm I'm, I'm hating them, but if we're talking the marquee coasters, yeah, White Lightning is mm-hmm. is is less superior compared to um um. Mind blower, of course. So let's see. Hopefully, hopefully it gets sexy. We'll see. Yep. Speaking of Orlando. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and if anybody saw my comments on Twitter, uh, you'll know exactly how I feel. Um, the Orlando Polo Coaster is apparently. Polo? Polo? polo! It's a shirt. It's a shirt brand. It's a shirt coaster. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> Polar Coaster is apparently back from the dead. Um, in a new location. Yes. The, by the way, I don't. I don't know if you've been past the where it was supposed to go. 
that is the worst location just on the planet. <laughs> yeah, and I, I remember someone someone posted about what it was. <laughs> I think it turned into like some Hulk Hogan joint. Like it was a Hulk Hogan theme place. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's definitely not going there. It's it's pretty garbage. <laughs> and and seeing this is just it's I uh, some things in Orlando that are not in a major park feels like Dubai to me. <laughs> just over and over you hear, "Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah." And that and you know, that'd be cool. It'll never happen, but that'd be cool. It's just money laundering. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Hey, so invest money, guys, and then you'll never see the money back. And then, yep. oh, okay. Yep. But hey, supposedly they got the Lionsgate brand on board. So <clears throat> who knows? Maybe it'll have a Hunger Games theme to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, just like uh, uh, Paramount in, um, in the UK and in Dubai. And <laughs> you remember all the other Paramount parks, uh, all the uh, 300 other Paramount parks, and then Universal Studios Dubai. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Concept art means diddly squat to me. You show me some construction on the ground, that's when I'm going to believe it. Even then, you can you can have machines pushing dirt around, and you're still, you can still have money yeah. going on. That's like, true. Once you actually see, like, I mean, shit, even if you pour cement, it's not a guarantee. Like, build some rides. That's when you know. Yeah. When well, it's- no, even then, because then you got, like, Wonderland Eurasia, which like half the park's operating and it's still probably a money laundering scheme. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a funny one. <laughs> oh, man. Hell, or even uh, Hard Rock Park, which was fully open. <laughs> money laundering scheme. Two years. Oh, man. <laughs> still one of my favorite shirts is my uh, Led Zeppelin shirt. And you didn't even get to ride it. Did not. It's in Vietnam. Hey, if I ever go to Vietnam, I'll take a stop, pit stop, and go ride that coaster in Vietnam. Shame. I wish I already got the cred. I wouldn't have to go all the way to freaking Vietnam to do it. Freaking uh, Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then. Did I hear Creedence Clearwater Revival in the background there? (laughs) Get out. Get out. Get out. Although, uh, I will say this. Um, rip our RIP to um, Eddie Van Halen. Yes, legend. legend. So I'm actually going to tangent on this because I think this is actually a good discussion, even though it has no relevance to our podcast. <laughs> um, who is more influential, Jimi Hendrix or Eddie Van Halen? Van Halen. Jimmy, so, I'd probably go Jimmy. So, so Jimmy, I think he. He started it, but Van Halen, like, create it, it kind of reminds so, me of like um, uh, Elvis compared to some other rock groups after. So here's right? here's the theory, and I I heard the, uh, like a DJ on the radio say this. Um, listen to satellite. He's like, if you listen to any modern rock music, um, Eddie Van Halen, you could hear his influence in every single one of them. Everyone wants to be like him, and nobody can because he was a god. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah. And Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy was the first. Eddie perfected it. So there's my tangent. But I mean, that conversation is like comparing RMCs. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> They're both amazing. Way, for way sure. Bring that back to coasters there, bub. Good job. I got nice. you. Circle back. That's why I love you, baby. Um, but yeah, rip, rip. Legendary man. I love Van Halen. I'm I'm, I'm a big '80s rock guy, so Van Halen is uh was damn good. '70s that and '80s. Was, that was one. I'll never. My dad took my brother to a concert. Uh, it was Van Halen, and I was out of town, and that was like a that would have been a bucket list concert for me. Yeah, I'm so pissed that I missed it. That was 12 years ago, so. It's been a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, moving on to from Orlando's never-existing coaster. Um, Sandy's Blasting Bronco at Nick Universe, Universe <laughs> is finally open. I think I can hear the uh, physical orgasms of coasters and brew because <laughs> they were. I think they were there uh, that opening weekend. Was Didn't it open back? like a year ago this weekend or something like that? I, be- I believe so, yeah. It was only open for like a day? What was it? I forget how long it was even open. No, I- it was it- open longer. Am I crazy? Listen, that whole blur of a park opening, I don't even remember what happened. It's like it just no. like it was open, then it closed, then it was open again. Like it wasn't technically closed though. Like it opened and then the state was like, you didn't, or, these rides never got final sign-offs or whatever so you're operating them illegally so they had to close like most of the rides so it was like it was open for a weekend mostly and then like the following two weeks that's like people were going there and like one ride was open that was signed off to be open and people were getting pissed they're like why why did you accept my 50 or god knows however much dollars to get in here for the one or two rides that are actually operating. Like they're just handing out like vouchers and wristbands, like candy. Hmm. And then they finally got most of it open, but yeah, Sandy's was the last ride. And yeah, even up till coronavirus came through it, it wasn't open. So yeah, they finally got to reopen and Hey, they finally got the ride open. Yeah. I'm so excited. To ride it, like, you know, next year, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Hey, guys, trip next year. I'm not going to get to 300 with that attitude. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, that's all the big copy. It's been a, kind of a quiet week. Um, but we, we have, have a lot of those coming up. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get more and more quiet. We got to start planning out, like, our game nights. We got to... We gotta do like we gotta do more drafts. Oh God! Hey, those were great. Don't even start like complaining about the drafts. I'm I'm almost complaining about your draft. Oh my gosh, you are (laughs) such a baby! I'm gonna slap you in the eyeball. Shush. Next time we'll just not have a six-person draft that goes. I have Listen, listen. I have an idea. What we can do, we can, we can, we can do a rank night where we rank. Uh, the top of each manufacturer, because uh, you could do like a list builder, Ooh. and and we can just rank the best of RMC, GCI, Gravity Group, list them all together, and then Let's argue about how wrong Mike is about every everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Um. So, fan questions though. Um. Uh, there's Let a question. I'll say so. So Steve, 
the pirate, um, has oh he said, uh, this question is for each of you. Based on actual personal experience, what one coaster has aged the worst? <laughs> Easy. Banshee. That B&M is what? Six, seven years old. Banshee? No. Six. six. Is it really six? Oh, yeah. my God. How old are we? Oh, my God. Right. Still six years old, though. There's like what Great Bear, they're older ones. Some of their stand ups are smoother than Banshee is. Yeah. That ride was in my almost in my top 10. And now it's not in my top 50. It's dropped that far from just how rough it's got. In a short period, like the next year, it was feeling rough. And and, And I don't know like what was what the reason for it is, but. Um, I know some other ones that have just, uh, you know, I'll have to think about while you guys go through, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it, I don't know if it's, if it's the maintenance, if it's the, the forces on the ride, it's definitely a unique setup compared to other B&Ms out there, but, uh, B&M inverse that is, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's not age well. I'm not, I'm not happy with my experience considering, you know, uh, we've gone years between riding, for instance, um, um, afterburn at Carowinds, and still rode the exact same as it did last time. So, yeah. and I always try to give that a couple of rides too. Like, okay, maybe it was just that train, right? I mean, sometimes you just get a bad train. Um, That's how or, it used to be. It's like the, the that following year is the one train was significantly worse than the rest, and now it's just all of them. What happened? Yeah. So that's a shame. Yeah. Actually, mine is at Kings Island as well, or at least the one that popped into my head first. Uh, Vortex. So back, like my first <laughs> couple of trips to. I'm like, sorry. I thought this was, are you serious right now? Age is the worst. Yeah. What? I yeah. mean, it's age so, the no. best now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No shit. But no, like so my. First couple trips to Kings Island were way back, like early 2000s, like when Son of Beast was brand new. So, like when you think when you think then, Vortex honestly wasn't all that old. It was only like what 13, 14 years old at the time. So it like it wasn't an incredible ride, but it ran decently well. And then compared to that last ride we had on it, where we felt like we were getting murdered on straight sections of track. Yeah, it, it aged a hell of a lot in the wrong direction. I'm going to I'm gonna have to hard disagree with you on that one, but hey. <laughs> it's all right. Although, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I thought you were going to say um, um, Shivering Timbers. No, that last ride on Shivering Timbers is the best ride I had on it. Oh, it's hot garbage. You, sh- you shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> Kevin mentioned uh, it's more changing of the bar rather than the ride. Maybe. Yeah, that might be a factor, but I do think that just age and wear and wear and tear and maintenance has a lot to do with it. I mean, you can say that for any era, but the also the, you're you're also the, the thing to also remember is also also I'm gonna say also a couple more times also. Um, 
that you're starting to compare it to newer rides too. Yes. So that that bias comes into play that we, we won't even think about it. But what do you got, Mike? I'm I'm sitting here trying to think. I had one pop into my head, and I'm trying to replace it because I know you guys are going to get all salty with me. Uh oh. Um. No, no, no. What? I want to hear it now. Voyage. See it? No, no. I, I will say this: that now that they've retracted the entire ride, smooth as a whistle. So, because I've ridden it three separate times, because for some unbeknown reason to me, I've gone to Holiday World three separate times living a thousand miles away. <laughs> um, the first time I rode it, it was hands down my number one coaster. Hands down. Not even a conversation. It immediately went to number one. That was in 2009. 2016, I wrote it again. It was no longer in my top ten. It was awful. I hated it. Then we wrote it last really year. Bad that year, though. Yeah, yeah, it was really rough. Um, last year, um, there were parts that were good, but just like you know, with um, tremors when we were in, at Silverwood, you could feel <laughs> literally the track change halfway through that last turn. <laughs> yeah, and like you could literally feel that change, and it was. It was uncomfortable, and I don't like being uncomfortable. And yeah, you might say I'm a little bit of a bitch. You might not be wrong, but um, I, yeah, not. It doesn't mean it's not a good ride. Still, it's just aged horribly. I, I would say if if it hadn't been retracked, I would a thousand percent agree with that. Since yeah. the retract, it's gotten a lot better. Riding it this year, over and over, I definitely did not. I couldn't share that sentiment now. I definitely agree, though. 2016, I was like, uh, I could only ride it a few times before I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm kind of done. Yes. Yeah, it had a very legend feel, but I think yeah. the feedback they got, they realized that and they're like, okay, we got to do something. And that's, that's why they retract the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's hard to completely agree with you because of that exact reason. Cause like it is such a difficult ride to maintain because it it's huge. There's so much right. track they got to take care of, but yeah, you're absolutely right between my first ride in 2010 and those rides in 2016 and all the trips I was able to do in 2017 when I was in Louisville. Yeah. I, I, I was the same. I could only go a few rides before I had to take a break because it was that rough. And then the following years, as they continued to do more and more work on the ride, it drastically improved. So it's fine now, but okay, yeah, if we'll, we'll see if they fall off the wagon with maintaining it. Cause like, like you're saying, it'll go right back to being uh, rough as hell. But right. See. Yep. All right. So the next question is from your favorite coaster sucks podcast, which we have all been on at one point in our lives. Um, what's the most painful moment of airtime you've experienced? I'll start with this one. It's on that uh, weird little triple hop on um, Storm Chaser. <laughs> it's oh painful gosh. in a good way. You are right. Like, the, f- the first time I rode that, it actually hurt my dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> my dick was like underneath the lap bar in like a weird position. 
and I wasn't expecting it. And then, ah, uh, so I, I readjusted for the next ride because we had ERT that first time. If you guys remember, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a great, great way to first experience an RMC. <laughs> Let's get some. Let's get some uh, ERT on this puppy. Let's go. Yep. Hey, trick track double me, Daddy. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I would God. probably go with the hill on El Toro. I my first thought was now. Let me say this: most painful thing that I enjoyed, hundred percent that hill on El Toro. That was like it hurt my thighs. But not in the I can't take this, or not my thighs, my like hips and everything. But mm-hmm. I, no, I can't take this sky rush type of thing because it hurt more of the oh God, like the like the like the quad down on um, uh, lightning rod type of oh this right. is, I'm loving it that that's there's differences there. So um, actually, yeah. let's be honest though, sky rush is probably the champ in this conversation. Yeah, it's one of the few you could say that it actually does physically hurt me. Um, no other airtime because most because and that's the thing, I haven't had painful issues with a lot of rides because of the um, restraints not being bad, right? So even with El Toro and being just completely obliterated by that hill, the it, it pins you at the hip, so you're you're still okay, but. Skyrush pinning it in the wrong spot. That's just that's just hot garbage. It sucks. So I mean that was my first thought too, was actually Skyrush. But then that hill reminded me as well. <laughs> Mike? I mean I already went. Are you wanting me to read the next question? <laughs> oh no, I didn't thought you went. Okay. Uh <laughs> I, I mean we literally started with me going, so Oh, I I ignore you at all times. Moving on. Cool. <laughs> John Mike, great guy. Love him. Thank you, John. Um, he, uh, I, I kind of mentioned it before. Sweden announced that the, the current restrictions for theme parks are going to last until 2022, which is crazy long. But, hey, we, 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 there's a lot of unforeseen. I mean, who would have thought this in you know February that we, we'd be where we are today? But, who would have thought um, this at the end of March when it was already happening? Yeah, you're like, it's kind of happening? What's going on? Is this going crazy? Like, right? And everything starts shutting down? Yeah. Um, but with that, uh, what do you all think of the future of parks overall? Uh, will look like once we emerge from the the emerge from COVID. So my thoughts are, we're gonna see. So it's it's we're not gonna be the same. First of all, we're never gonna be the same as a society mm-hmm. because pandemics on because last time we had a pandemic was after the World War, the Great War, the first one. And, um, of course, after that war, it's a different, different time. Medicine wasn't where it is today. However, um, now we, with, with the society that we live in, the civilization that we have, uh, the, 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 what you see from people, um, what you see from, from countries, from, uh, from everything overall is going to be just radically different. The way people approach things, um, medically, just operationally, it's going to be different. So I think definitely from a from an operational standpoint, you're going to see more safety. You're going to see more cleanliness. I think as a, depending on where you live, because some countries and some states. I mean, let's be honest. Some of it's regional too. 
from the state mm-hmm. from the state side, right? So like you guys remember what it was about when we were out west, nobody gave an F. <laughs> but they you know, you they all live out there to social distance to begin with. Yeah, like the, the mean, reason they had there. a total of two cases in the entire like four months leading up to it. So yeah, so they they were we there, like it when I'm gonna hijack you for a second. When you have a country that's as large as the U.S., which is much bigger than you know the majority of the European countries, pop not even population, just size-wise, you're gonna have different things that go on. So while you're saying, yeah, it could be you know never gonna go back to the same way, it'll be back to complete normal up at Silverwood next year in Lagoon. I, I I'd almost put money on it. Um, I can see that. You'll have states like California where, I mean, uh, the news that dropped this week of there's no need to open the park is what Newsom said, which I'm not even going to go off on him today because I don't have the anger for somebody (laughs) like that. Um, You're talking about decimating an entire state's economy to an extent because Disney has such an impact in the state of California with how many people they employ. I mean, the number, I mean, I went back and looked and 200,000 people in the state of California in some way or shape or form. If they're told they can't keep opening, how long are they going to, now the park Disneyland is not going anywhere. Don't think I'm saying that, but how long until they move their other 120,000 employees out of the state where they can work? So, so for me, see, and here, and that's this is kind of where you would uh, dive down another avenue when it comes to what we're talking about here, right? So, um, um, yeah, I mean, you you look at socially, what for me, obviously, we all have different opinions, but for me, socially, what's important? Um, we have a hobby that's not that important, mm-hmm. um, and Disney operates in. You could say leisure, right? It's nothing that the world needs to, to to function, right? I mean, you could function without Disney. If the world ended, or the world ended, if civilization ended, you'd be like, wait, Disney? Okay, cool. But if you know a farm went away, that people are going to notice that. So we we they they live in a leisure type type of world. So um, that's why when for, for at least for me. Again, this is personal feelings. This isn't uh, the, the show or Mark or, or Mike or Tom or Kevin. I feel this way. But for me, it's more of, hey, if this happens, yeah, it sucks. But, um, you know, who knows the impact in a lot of ways of some of this, um, especially on, a, on, a, on a, a part of the world. That's the thing that's I think bothered me the most reading our Twitter feed is that the the amount of importance people are putting on these parks is much higher than they actually are because we do the same thing with sports. Mm-hmm. People put so much like sports is so important. Are they though? <laughs> right? I mean, there are I mean, like sports fans. I am huge. <laughs> yeah, we're all huge so, sports fans. But so it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna poke a little bit because mental health is going to be a very big thing for the next 30, 40 years because of the past eight months. It no, is. For sure. I mean, the, so I'm okay, hold on, hold on. let me hold on. The impact. So, like, let's say, like, we have all made the same comment in some way, shape, or form, either on the podcast or afterward, or like just privately, 
that mentally we are in a better state after we go because this is what we have as our release for that enjoyment to get those endorphins going. Now, other people have different things. So for some people where this is where they get their enjoyment, where this is they get that fulfillment to keep them moving in life and having that like will to keep going. Some people, I mean, that may be an extreme, but for some people, if they're told, hey, it's not so we're not talking a lot of people on our Twitter timeline and everything. This is their job. This is their livelihood as well. Some of them have spent 10, 15, 20 years to get to the point where they are. And to hear people say, oh, it's not that important. Hurts can hurt you and mess you up mentally. And that's where you have to look at it at that other side as well, because, yes, it is just a theme park. It is just a theme park. But how many hundreds of thousands of people go there to escape? And there's no escape right now. Everything that we do in society right now is so driven by this because we don't have an escape. And that's going to cause those issues with the mental health and the stress and the anxiety. Everyone's more anxious right now because we don't have those normal outlets. You can't go to football games. You can't go out to a bar and have a drink. You can't go sit at a restaurant in most places um, fully yet. You have to, you're taking precautions wherever you go. So, so my biggest thing is how much time are you willing to sacrifice? Now this is, this is not saying you specifically, but how much are you willing to sacrifice um, in the short term for long-term safety? right for long-term health of of each other in society i think that's the biggest question you could ask anybody in terms of this some people yes like for me i could sacrifice sports and amusement parks for you know a year it's because we're playing video games all night well (laughs) i mean yeah we have have an outlet i will say this definitely we have an outlet we have a different source of, of being able to do things you know our jobs haven't been impacted we've been very lucky but um, I mean, and, impact, uh, they've uh, been impacted, people, but in different ways. It, yeah. it, of course, in different ways. But but we haven't had to, you know, we we, we haven't had to lose our jobs. We haven't had to yeah, search. We're, we're very, we're all very fortunate yeah. in that yeah. regard. And, and, and I know people that work in the industry that have been furloughed or lost their jobs. So I definitely feel for that. However, for me personally, and I know that may not some people um, that that work in the industry or, or or know people that do may it may rub them the wrong way. But for me, health and safety are more important than a lot of things in life. Um, and I'm willing to sa- I'm a person that's willing to sacrifice. Now, other people aren't. Again, that's fine. We're all in- entitled to our own opinions on it. But other, and, but um, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice a, a little bit of that health and pleasure um, from of my personal life to make sure that we as a society can rebound and then get back to a, some sort of normal state because the world, is, again, is going to be different after. Yeah, I think that's yeah. going to be the biggest thing. So um, we just got to know, well, one, to understand it's going to be different because the people that think this is going to be the same as when we come out on the other side of this are wildly blind. They- January 1st, 2021, coronavirus is going to cease to yeah. exist. It's it was just a 2020 thing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. COVID-19, I mean, it's a year in the past. What are you talking about? Yeah, that happened a year ago. We're good. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> But, but no, so like focusing, like 
laser focused on like the parks and the rides themselves. So like, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm going to be the pessimist here. I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of change next year, next summer. Uh, I think the operations are going to remain largely the same, mainly because it seems like coronavirus is here to stay. Um, we fucked up. We did not do a good job collectively at uh, combating the virus. So it's here. It's something that we're going to have to deal with. And I think it's going to continue to drag on um, as rampant. That is a very loosely used word. Uh, so don't come at me. But as rampant oh. as is running through society right now. So, yeah, I, I think we're still going to see masks and temperature checks and hand sanitizer all over the place next summer. But, you know, we'll we'll see after that. At your, Everyone's right. At some point, just who knows when that point is, it will change. It will go back more to normal. But I also do think that a lot of uh, a lot, uh, some of these policies are obviously going to go away. But I do think that some are going to stick around, like uh, an increased presence of hand sanitizer, because just in general, that's typically a good thing uh, and things like that. So, yeah. Yep. All right, let, let's stop being so damn sad. Moving on. <laughs> Thank you, John Mike, bringing some reality to our, our lighthearted podcast. Uh, um, Allison, lovely friend of the show, designs a lot of our stuff, asks uh, what coaster would be hot garbage if it didn't have all of its theming, and what mech coaster would be incredible with some really immersive theming? Um. Anything at Disney would be hot garbage. Yes. Yep. Um, you, you could say most themed parks. I would agree with that, too. I yeah. think my first one that comes out is Expedition Everest. You actually look at the track. You're like, oh, that's garbage. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Fun, right? It's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, same thing goes for. <clears throat> I, I mean, a fun ride. Yeah. But remember, it's immersive, too. Mm hmm. So without that immersion, it's just it's it's kind of like um um a uh what is that uh a Vacoma bowl spaghetti bowl yeah launched uh yeah. oh the premieres pre premiere excuse me premiere launch bowl without the any theming around it like when it's outside like the one in America yeah. Six Flags America felt like garbage even though it was actually smoother than Flight of Fears <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it was outside you just could see everything. So, I mean, that's obviously wildly different than actual immersive theming like we see in Florida or any of the major theme parks. But, yeah, I mean, any coaster at a major theme park, for sure. I mean, my again, my first thought goes to Expedition Everest. But, Tron. Uh, definitely Tron. Oh, yeah, Tron. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to stick with Disney. Like, anything <laughs> Disney. Um, now, on the other side, if you're talking something that would that's meh, that would go to amazing. Um, you know, okay. I have one more that would be uh, hot garbage. It's probably Hagrid. Oh yeah, no. I mean, that would fall under that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the Uber themed rides. And uh, um, on the other side, let me think. Like, I thought I had something, but apparently I didn't. Um, I don't know. What you guys got for uh, that would be amazing if it was, or that's meh right now, that would be good themed. See, that's the uh, problem with meh rides is like, you can't think of them. Like, you can't think of them in the moment. 
Right. I'm like trying to like sit here and go like, okay, like I'm trying to think of, you know, like my if, first thought if, was like a flyer, like, um, so like Tatsu, yes, Tatsu is a great ride, so it doesn't really fit, but imagine like some near, I mean, they kind of do have near misses there, so that's not really a good one, but like Superman ultimate flight, like imagine like if they have like a if skyscraper was, in there, if, like that you're guiding between. If it was themed like crystal wings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like if the the Batman clones, if they were all themed as well as the Batman clone in Spain. Yeah. I don't know. That's it's difficult to kind of pin that down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Side tangent: My daughter's alarm is going off on her iPad. And I want to throw it across the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> School iPad, by the way. I did not buy my my five year old an iPad. Um, moving on. Most underrated night ride from Chris Antrim. Antrim. Yes, most underrated night ride. Oh, you know, first one we were talking about earlier, Mystic Timbers. Do you guys been on Mystic Timbers at night? Nope. Phenomenal yeah. night ride. Yes, I have. Phenomenal night ride. Yeah. I mean, the That's ride's pretty- good. Because it's kind of it gives you that it gives you that beast feel you know it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere but it's uh, oh you know what brings me back um, Raven Holiday World holy mackerel I forgot how 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 good that ride was in the in the middle of of sexiness okay. <laughs> yeah that ride that ride in the dark was insanity basically everything at Holiday World because Thunderbird was awesome at night as well. Yeah, it is for sure. Yeah, but m- minus the major players that we always see, I'm trying to think of another good one at night. Uh, Lover Bora. <laughs> um, good night ride or underrated? I, I mean, it is underrated. Uh, Outlaw Run, one thousand percent. God. Um, one thousand percent. That's underrated. Um, because they don't run it at night pretty much because the park's not open that late typically. Yeah. Um, the other one that I am a whore for is X2. Yeah. That thing is just fucking lethal. And then you have Tatsu as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have not been on Tatsu at night, but uh, actually I've been in Magic Mountain at night. So. Maverick's, uh, Maverick's pretty good at night as well. Um, Oh, Millennium Force during Halloween weekends, because you've got all the fog from Frontier Trail. Yeah, that's pretty good time. All in the fog for most of the ride. Also, ooh, um, kind of even though it's 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 lit around it, but mind blower at night. (laughs) Yes, especially after three or four beers. Oh yeah, feeling a little bit. Feels like that. On element back, you're trying to figure out what's still going on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hot, it's hot and sexy at that point. Oh, love it! Night rides are great. You you you, you really can't go wrong with a good night ride. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Joe, last question. Joe, another friend of the show. Joe actually stopped by my house today, even though I wasn't home. Dropped what? <laughs> 
he, oh. he dropped he dropped off a game for the for the for the for the fam. Uh, so thank you for that, Joe. Uh, since uh, the three of us are the younger, drunker versions of Top Gear Grand Tour hosts, thank you. I'm not drunker. <laughs> yeah, that's that's debatable. You can you can debate the the drunkness quality there. They could probably uh, drink us at the table, no problem. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that at all. Um, what car would you want for a multi-park journey? Um, um, there's only one answer, and I will fight you if you say anything else. What's that? A Chrysler Pacifica. <laughs> the king of minivans, sir. Uh, you I'm have... Not- on that no, note. no. <laughs> let me let me let me talk this up. Or is it a Toyota Sienna? Is the other one? Um, you got one. The vacuum in the back of the car to clean up messes when there's inevitably a fight. Throwing beaver nuggets in the car. You got the dual sliding doors, the four <laughs> captain's chairs, and the bitch bench in the back for the person that you don't like. I mean, Clint, come on. Clint, I mean, it's. Vans are pretty good. My buddy had a van in high school, and he's like, "I love this van so much." So have you got? I mean, I've owned a van, so I mean, you guys rode in the van. We did a whole trip in my, my right. van. Yeah, I uh, drove your van. You did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. That was a good time. I mean, there, there's a reason I love minivans. Is they are just so economical. They, um. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Uh, I was just uh, thinking about that the other week. Oh, why were you thinking about that? I don't know. I randomly remembered it. Okay. Yeah, I have not remembered that in years. Um that's just gonna stay on our end of the podcast. Yeah. Um <laughs> No, I mean you can fit six grown adult grown ass adult men in one. Um which I mean, Marcus, you got the smell out of there, right? <laughs> I sold that car, so. <laughs> Next <laughs> it. Yeah. Nah, it's, uh, that's actually my dream car is a minivan. Which is so depressing that I that just is, said that out loud. That is, that is, I'm. That just kind of, that's like my, uh, like, responsible adult dream car. And then, yeah, so. They are very efficient. Dad status. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, you better be wearing your white New Balance and <laughs> having your pants. Hey, hey, no, no, no. The <laughs> outfit is khaki shorts, khaki cargo shorts with a belt, t-shirt tucked in, solid color, and like a or the white New Balances and like an Under Armour or Nike hat. <laughs> that is the peak look for minivan. Thank that's, you for coming to my TED Talk. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty on brand for you, and I think I love it. <laughs> right. Yep. Oh man. All right. <clears throat> well, boys, I don't know if anything else going on. I, uh, I I'm, I'm not doing anything this week. I'm kind of just gonna hang out. So, um, to kind of finish up. We, um, um, well, first of all, if you've listened this far, you're the real MVP because we've been going on for over an hour now. Uh, second, um, we're looking at other ideas for shows um other thoughts uh we want to really interact with the the fans more so we're going to do more twitch streams stuff of that nature so 
don't hesitate to uh, throw out an idea here and there. Uh, and I think once we get finally organized, boys, we can actually do like a, a, a schedule and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like we already do with uh, episodes coming out every Saturday for the most part. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep working with you guys. Keep reaching out. We're glad to glad to just discuss that with everybody and, and uh, anybody who's got a fan, etc., etc., etc. On that note, uh, you, you ladies got anything else to say besides being bitches? I'm, I'm gonna go cuddle gal, and you aren't. Hold on, before you go, we need to get your reactions recorded on this. <laughs> uh, oh man I For hate those... you so much <laughs> I laughed it was worth it <laughs> oh that's great alright boys hate your faces yep. you better <laughs> alright see you guys later bye cuddles <laughs>